the Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman and friends. show thank you very much indeed this is the boys of tech new zealand's longest running tech podcast this is episode 210 for week beginning monday the 22nd of april 2013 my name is edwin herman i'm in the studio joining me over skype is brett king welcome to the show brett hey 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 how you doing pretty good pretty good no complaints from you then by the sounds none at all did you know, I just found out uh, today that yesterday was the Queen's birthday. Really? Mm, and I had uh, the Queen of England. I had no idea. The Queen's birthday is not till June. Well, that's when we celebrate it, isn't it? But her real <laughs> birthday, <laughs> you knew that though, didn't you? Yes. Okay, anyway, that aside, we have a very short show because there wasn't really a lot interesting no, that happened. Yeah. Pretty much the last week, the the biggest news headlines have been um, horrible actions around the world. Yeah, earthquakes, natural disasters, and, and not natural disasters. Yeah, exactly. I know. And the you know in the tech world, not a lot has been happening. I'll tell you what I will say though before we launch into the show, and that is we were hoping to get uh, a guest on the show, uh, someone who is actually uh, going to be playing the. Oh, the, pong the, the pong, on the, yeah, pong yeah. on the building. <laughs> exactly. We're hoping to catch him before he actually played. Unfortunately, the uh, our schedules and his schedule didn't sort of marry up. We tried mm-hmm. lots of different things and, and it, we just couldn't do it. So uh, we, we may still, uh, again, schedule permitting, we'll see whether we can get him on the show after the game, uh, which is, well, that, that's been and gone now. Uh, but uh, we'll see whether he's uh, available uh, perhaps next week or the week after. Anyway... <laughs> That's that. Let's get on with the show. And uh, well, let's start the show. This week, I wanted to kick off with both Twitter and Apple separately, of course, uh, preparing to launch music services. But Apple already has a music service. Yeah. So iTunes. It, yeah. So what's the difference between this? That's a really good question. I'm glad you asked. Well, the thing with Apple is, <laughs> would you believe for so long they've resisted, but it's almost 10 years now that iTunes, uh, since iTunes started, and mm-hmm. they're finally, or so rumor says, uh, looking at a subscription service. Ah, but it's more than just a subscription service, isn't it? Isn't it a streaming service like Spotify and Pandora? Yeah, you're right, actually. I, you're absolutely right. It's a uh, a streaming service. And yeah, you're right. It goes head-to-head with uh, things like Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, well, they, anyway, this is the rumour that they're going to bring this out. Of course, Apple are always as secretive as they've always been. Indeed. Rumours abound, and quite often the rumours are true, but we won't know for sure until Apple announces it during one of their product release event thingies that they do all the time. Yeah, and it's anticipated that they will announce this one at the Worldwide Developer Conference. Mm. So I guess we just have to hold out until then. Actually, I don't know when that is. Is that normally in June or July? I think it's July. June or July? Oh, no, that's Macworld, isn't it? When's WWDC then? It's a good question. I, I th- don't know. I thought that was in, in February or something. 
So how does that work? WDC. Maybe there's multiple ones per day. Oh, no, it's uh, in June. Here we go. No, it is in June. Yeah, June 11 to 15. Wow, so that's, uh, yeah, not too far away. So they might announce it there, they might not. We don't know. No one knows anything, of course. Mm-hmm. But let's just talk about this. If it were to happen, what do you think? Do you think this is just going to make Apple even bigger in terms of online music retail? Ooh, I don't know. Um, what uh, We'd need to know figures on use of other streaming services. Yeah, because I think Pandora is supposedly one-third of the US online market, on, you know, online music market. Okay. So that will, that's going to be a, a, a tough nut to crack. Yeah. yeah you know, it cause, will cause be. Apple's but, done really well in, in, in retail and, you know, purchasing, mm. you know, individual tracks for sale. Mm-hmm. But as a streaming service, the, you know, there's well, some well-established be, players. It would, it would be an extension of that iTunes experience. But do you see, you know, I'm not, I don't know, I kind of see two different markets here and, and maybe I'm only going on this because, you know, from my own experiences, but I would have thought that people who who like purchasing tracks won't be interested in a streaming service and vice versa. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, if you incorporate both service options within the one application, iTunes, you have, you capture both those markets. So for instance, if you were a streaming person and decided to give the Apple one a go, you would have to use iTunes. Well, if Apple was smart, they would make it so that it went through iTunes. You'd have to use the iTunes application and you'd get your streaming, but you'd also be bombarded with the adverts for purchasing tracks and for using the iTunes store. And the flip side to that being if you were an active iTunes user for purchasing, then you would get the adverts and bits in your face saying, hey, check out this streaming thing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, look, I can understand that. I was thinking of exist- so existing customers, so, so those, you know, with Spotify and Pandora, would they, why would they ever switch Oh, but there's no iTunes. reason for them to switch. Exactly. There's no reason for them to switch. Right. But That's you, why, you know, right. well, yeah, same thing happened when you look at any of competing services. Gmail came out. Tons of people already had Hotmail. And tons of people still do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's true. So I, I guess so. If people it, it, are happy with what Spotify or Pandora is providing with them, and the Apple streaming service doesn't provide anything above and beyond, or grab their attention, or allow them to just utilize iTunes, which they might use already, then they probably won't switch. But I think what they're getting at is if if it's incorporated into iTunes, they're going to get people who try it who normally wouldn't have. I think we've had this discussion, haven't we? You, you wouldn't purchase a, a service like this, would you, regardless of the, the vendor? For random streaming? Nah. No. Nah. No. I, I, I buy tracks when I like the music. And you keep um, them. Yeah. And I, yeah, I want to be able to keep them. I want to be able to listen to it whenever, wherever, on whatever device I have. Whether or not it's connected to the internet or not. Yeah. You're like me on that one. Now, Twitter has also announced its music offering. Ah. I, I must be honest with you, I haven't had a lot of time to read this because this is just fresh off, off the press pretty much. It's hot off the press. Yeah, well, it's the release of but, the, the what we talked about a couple of episodes ago, isn't it? That, we that's right, actually, yeah. Twitter music and We Are Hunted. We Are Hunted, and it also ties in with SoundCloud, I think, or was going yeah. to, that was the rumour. What we do know is that they've released an app which is available through iTunes for iPhone users. I wonder what it lets you do. Well, isn't it a, a, um, a 
Twitter app that allows you to share what you're listening to and recommend artists, etc., to your friends and to have the artists that you might be following on Twitter to be able to let you know about music that's coming up or, or recommendations yeah, I think, I think that they might think yeah. See, I haven't read any reviews on this thing, so this is a little too fresh, really, for us to, well, to indeed, be talking about. Well, it's very new, so we'll have to wait a little bit before there are some good reviews yeah, yeah. of the, the app itself. So, so I guess for our listeners now, what we can say is if you're interested in this, if this sounds like you, go and try it out. If, you've, if you're on an iOS device, yeah, if you've got if you're an iOS device. Yeah, if you've got an iPhone mm. or an iPad device, then, then try it out. Um, and get, obviously get you're going to be a Twitter mm. user as well. Um, because otherwise, what's the point? <laughs> well, yeah. Um, so you'll have to let us know. Because unfortunately, while I have iDevices, Edwin's the Twitter user. And, and so, I don't have any iDevices. So we couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe together we should have. I should get you in the studio and we can and do this together. I'll, you know, <laughs> I'll use my Twitter with your uh, iOS my, device. I, my iPhone. <laughs> mm. With your iPhone, like I say, maybe next week we'll have a little bit more information. But you know, as we said, if you if it does sound like you, go and check it out. Go grab the app from iTunes Store, and uh, and give it a go. See what it's all about for yourself, and let us know what you think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, do please do. Either uh, drop us an email, or you can uh, just jump on our website and make a comment uh, against the uh, against this episode. Boysoftech.com is where you go for that. Now, Eric Schmidt, uh, head of uh, is he head or president or executive chairman? Ex- Executive chairman, what is it? Yeah, executive chair. He's chairman, not CEO, is he? So the executive chairman uh, of Google, Eric Schmidt, reckons that by the year 2020, everyone in the world will be online. I reckon that's bollocks. I call bollocks <laughs> on this. Yeah, I do too. You know why I call bollocks on this? Go on. Why? Because he says that everyone will, everyone on earth will be connected. And I reckon even in first world, you know, first world, finger quotes, um, developed countries, uh, you've got like one-year-old and under one-year-olds, they're not going to be connected. Oh, very good. Yeah, okay, you got them on that. But, so either well, way, about- it's going to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I think even if we take it not as being that ridiculous, he's still going to be wrong. Let's say 18 and, and up, just got, to be really conservative seven, on this. seven years and we have countries with what you would call abject poverty where you're just not going to get it. Yeah, they've got bigger problems to solve than, than exactly. getting online, don't uh, they? You, you think about certain parts and you know, certain countries in Central Africa oh, where yeah, yeah. their biggest problem is finding food and shelter. Yeah, exactly. Do you think they're going to be bothered trying to get online before they get their... Exactly. Next you, meal? you think they're going to go where the oh, next meal's I'm, coming from? I yeah. I, I'm there's there's a group of armed militia from a warlord about to raid my village. I'm going to get out my iPhone and tweet about it. Um, <laughs> or in I this case, I'm going to go and so. get an iPhone so but I can get years online. Yeah, it's not enough time for no. us to solve the world's problems yeah. and get around to giving everybody broadband. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. He, he is going to be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> What about in in first world, well developed countries? Do you think there'll still be some possibly elderly folk? Not to put people in boxes, but that's where I think, if anything, it will be yep. some elderly folk that will also remain unconnected. I think there will be elderly folk. I think there will be people who have taken a lifestyle which you know, peop- there are certain communities that kind of forego technology. Oh, and there are aren't there? environmental yes, there are. and green yeah. technology and go out and be one with the earth and all that sort of stuff. Who don't 
go in for all the fully connected stuff. Then you get the other ones who are, you know, uh, all green and earthy and all of that sort of stuff, but all are fully into high tech. But you've still got the opposite of that, where they just don't want to be connected. And if we even take America itself, America has large populations of relig- certain religious groups who entirely shun technology. High yeah, technology. Yeah, they've got horse and cart and, and whatnot, don't they? not ever be connected. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So whatever way you look at it, he is going to be wrong. Yep, no, I agree with you. I mean, what's I bet for, him a hundred bucks that he's wrong. Yeah, you can probably bet him more than that too. You should, <laughs> more true. Yeah, you can probably bet half <laughs> of Google's worth. Well, probably wouldn't even <laughs> flinch. <laughs> what's for certain is that more people will be online. It's always going to be forever increasing. We know that much. Mm-hmm. But to say that the whole world will be connected by 2020 or fact by any date is is really, uh, 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 yeah, it's, it's it's too bold a statement really to say, isn't it? Indeed. Hmm. I bet he wishes the whole world was connected because that would help Google, wouldn't it? Oh, indeed. They are all about the the, the connectedness. Well, they are. That's how they make their money, isn't it? Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Brett, look, that's all I could find of any great interest. And even the uh, Twitter one, I do apologise for the lack of information on there, but it's just brand new. I mean, you know, this is early Monday morning and, and this has just come, and we're, of course, a, almost a day ahead from the, the States. So it's still mm. Sunday in the States. So this is all very new. But I do have one final story to talk about, and we'll chuck that in the New Zealand section, which we'll actually come to right after this. Don't go away. Okay, welcome back. Now, Brett, right here in Wellington, we've had our fair share of criminals. They've apparently been targeting ATMs and putting skimming devices on the ATMs. And while it is a New Zealand story, it is actually an international story as well. Well, it is. Because we're talking about international organised crime. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. It is international organised crime. These particular ones operating in Wellington are believed to be from Eastern Europe. Now, because I also received a uh, a police, uh, what do you call it, a police announcement, my email from their uh, media centre about this over the weekend. And, of course, they're, they're looking for any sightings of, of such people. So I guess if you've had your, if you've used your ATM over the last week or two. And uh, you've suddenly noticed that your bank account is zero. Yeah, yeah you'll know why. Uh, but yeah, what I was going to say was you may want to check your bank account for for odd exactly. activity. If you have used an ATM in the past few weeks, check to see whether or not your bank account is how you think it is. And also, don't blindly use an ATM. Always give it a once-over. Now, they're getting more and more sophisticated with the kind of camouflage they use for the skimming devices, but you can still generally tell if it looks not part of the original facade of the ATM. So be very aware of what you're sticking your card into. Yeah, that's very good advice indeed. So Mm. if you've got any concerns, get in touch with your bank. Of course, obviously, if you have any information on people, if you've seen suspicious activity, don't go to your bank, go to the police. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. But uh, if you do have concerns about your funds and your account and the security of your card, Mm. uh, especially if you've used it over over this weekend and, and over the last two weeks as well, uh, you might want to get in touch with your bank. I wonder what, um, how they decide where they're going to go and target 
perhaps they have, you know, relatives, friends, etc., around the world in different, you know, in different countries, as, as most people do. And they just find out what kind, maybe what style or brand or version of ATMs are most common. And they go, oh, we've got a kit that works with that kind of ATM. And that's how they target which country they're going to go yeah, for. Yeah, look, I wanted that as well. And, because and because what, ATMs vary so wildly in, in shape, most of them, depending on the banks. So you can tell. <laughs> so maybe they're going, oh, we've got skimming devices that work with those phones and the ATMs around our areas, our usual playground, full upgraded. So we've got all of these skimming devices that no longer work with the ATMs in our backyard. How about we check overseas and see if some of those ones can, see so if we can use our excess stock of skimming devices <laughs> overseas. Yeah, I've wondered how, I mean, it must. they must make a lot of money out of this because to send two or three people out you know, we're talking flights here. Oh, obviously. yeah, we're talking about several thousand dollars yeah. and then accommodation exactly. for the people once they get there. So, you know... It, so it's not you know, a it's not a, a, a cheap enterprise. No, we're in the, well into but the tens of thousands of dollars. what they do is pretty much, from the sounds of it, they drain the accounts. They go for it. They put them in the areas where they think they're going to get a lot of usage and possibly in areas where they're going to get medium to high wealth users because those would be the ones they want to target. You're not going to want to put it into a, a low socioeconomic area because you're not going to get a heck of a lot of cash to cover you, you know, yeah, to tide you yeah. over. So, but if yeah. you put it in areas where you've got medium to high wealth shoppers, then you're possibly going to be getting a lot more cash. I've always been wary about using my cards at these ATMs. Uh, I always check the ATM. Because there's been so many news reports over the past few years of skimmers yeah, that's and right. people being caught mm. doing it in New Zealand that I now pretty much check and I question all of the devices that go on the things. It's like as soon as the clear green card slot protector started showing up on the ATMs, I stopped using it until I had talked to the bank and found out that that was their implementation of a protection mechanism to stop people mounting something on top of the car. Yeah, because this is that's the irony of the whole thing. You know, we were getting skimmers attack, uh, you know, targeting these ATMs. So the banks go and add these little anti-skimming add-ons to the ATMs. But as a consumer, you don't know what you're looking at, whether exactly. that's a, an anti-skimming device a, a or a skimming device. That, yeah, a little while after that, they started putting screens. You know how they've got those advert screens on ATM machines now when it's not being used. One of those screens became an information screen saying that this device was part of the ATM as a card. Oh, I see. So as you approach it, you you can see what it's saying about. Yeah. Right. Okay. If you're if you you know you're lucky enough to see that particular ad in its cycle. Sure. Before sure. you get there. Mm. But yeah, you've just got to be a lot more cautious. And if the cards, the card area where you're going to put your card in looks pretty dodgy or looks like it's got a different coloured plastic or anything like that, a protrusion sticking out, then you don't do it. Don't use it. Mm, totally. Go to a different ATM. Alert the alert the thing. Or, you know, go buy yourself a drink and get some cash out on FPOS. Yeah, yeah, that's the other way. Although they were also, remember we reported a story about FPOS machines being tampered with. I think that was actually out of... Uh, well, was that, out of that wasn't or? FPOS machines being tampered with. That was FPOS machines where a update went. No, they'd been swapped out. No, they'd been physically tampered with. These ones that I'm referring to were, yeah, were physically tampered with and were swapped out. And uh, it was not known how they were swapped out. But people think they were, uh, you know, going... That would have had to have been an inside job. Well, either an inside job or... 
you know, people with the know-how and going into these retailers as the FPOS vendor. So <laughs> yeah, there, were, there were definitely there were tampered there were definitely physical units uh, FPOS units tampered with. That was no, the no stories. Yeah, I think I can't remember whether that came out of that came out of Kiwi or was it around the time of KiwiCon? They wouldn't have come out of KiwiCon, but they they certainly were around. I think at Maybe the time of KiwiCon, about it at KiwiCon. I think they were talking about. I don't recall it being a, a an article that was put in the news. Uh, yeah, I thought I it was. Yeah, well, I seem to recall that one. So, anyway, yeah. that is it. That's all we have for you, folks. It's been another quiet week. Watch your bank account. Be careful with your card. Decide whether or not you want to invest in another streaming music service. And and we still won't be connected by 2020. And yeah, the, the entire world <laughs> will still not be connected by 2020. All right, that's a good, that's a good roundup, Brett. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> hey, look, thanks for co hosting. It's been a good, good, but short show. Yeah, always a pleasure. And uh, we'll do it all again next week. Till then, everyone, thank you very much for listening and tuning in. Take care. See you next week. Bye bye. Bye bye.